we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your invitation to plug into a lineup of Lexus electrified vehicles built at the intersection of performance and design with a range of options to fit any lifestyle. A feeling this electric is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the elevation of electrification and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the invitation to Lexus sales event now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Inventory may vary by dealer. Buzz around artificial intelligence is seemingly everywhere. Is your portfolio keeping up? Consider the Global X Artificial Intelligence and Technology ETF, ticker AIQ, which invests in dozens of stocks at the leading edge of this disruption. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. Technology companies can be affected by rapid product obsolescence and intense industry competition. Before investing, carefully consider the fund's objectives, risks, charges, expenses, and more in the full or summary prospectus at GlobalXETFs.com. Read carefully. Distributed by SEI Investments Distribution Co. It's the moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys. Settle down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix. Please put your hands together and make a little noise for your favorite wildcatters, the handsome Bosco boys. Ooh, Bosco's boys. Come on, boys. The boys are back, and we are hitting you with a September Q&A on this Wonderful Monday. Full disclosure, we are recording this at noon on the 18th. So if anything crazy's happened, well, I don't know. We're not going to talk it. about it. Yeah. Uh, before we jump into it, as always, we are sponsored by betonline.ag. They are the exclusive online wagering partner of the entire Armchair Media Network. And I'll tell you this right now, the ACC is playing this weekend. Big 12 is playing this weekend. SEC is playing this weekend. All sorts of NFL. You got NBA. So much stuff to gamble on. I can't imagine doing it anywhere other than betonline.ag. Head over there today to get your exclusive welcome bonuses. Grant, uh, I know you weren't listening in on the trivia episode. I don't know if you've actually listened to it yet, but your boy Dan, he put on. What a showing for Dan. Pretty proud of him. Oh, I'd love to hear that. I absolutely love to hear that. Because um, he was pretty pumped about it. And I know there's some serious shit talking going on towards Dan. So I feel good about that. That makes me happy. 
Yep, it, it was it was a good show. Uh, Dan will be the returning champion. If you guys haven't listened to it, uh, it it's a good one. I've I've had some folks sliding into the DM saying uh, what score they would have gotten. So I think Dan Dan's going to have some competition from some more boneheads on the next episode whenever we do trivia again. So we're going to jump into it. Ask Bosco questions. Uh, I grabbed some of the questions uh, from post game that didn't get answered, and then we put out the signal for some more. So we're going to start with, um, you know, we're all over the place. So the first one was fr- that we're going to do is from Orchard underscore Ron. Uh, is the Steph- stuffed elephant okay? You threatened to uh, <laughs> mutilate a stuffed elephant if K-State didn't win the game. We didn't win. Did you murder the stuffed elephant? Uh, the elephant lives, and it will continue to be tormented by my dog um, in in various ways. I thought, you know, well, I can't give it this much of an easy way out. I'll leave it into its life of uh, continuous hell and, and purgatory that it has to has to live with my dog. So, um, no, it lived. All right. So the next one from S S J Khalif. The game was tough to watch. Any positives to gather other than the emergence of Deuce Vaughn and or Will Jones? I'm going to say this. I've gone back and watched some stuff. Um, I think that Justin Hughes actually ended up being a little bit better than I thought he would coming off that injury if we're looking for some positives. Um, going back and looking at it, I think Skylar Thompson made even more good throws than what we were giving him credit for. Um, and then Cooper Beebe also, towards the back end of the game, kind of came into his own on the offensive line. Um, so outside of Willie Jones and Deuce Vaughn, those are a couple new things I was able to muster up uh, as positives. Have you mustered anything else up over the last week? Well, obviously we would be remiss to not mention uh, Chabaston Taylor as well. Um, that was a positive, I think, coming out of the game. And no, not, not to take away from the plays he made, uh, going back and watching some of those deep balls, I – Yeah. Oh, I, my gosh. Uh, yeah. I mean, seeing I, – I haven't rewatched the game, but I've seen highlights of uh, those drops and those routes that kind of uh, threw off the pass, I guess. Um, and, yeah, I think there's definitely a lot of fault that goes into the wide receiver side. But uh, still, I think Sebastian Taylor had more productivity than he's had basically in his entire career in one game. So that's got to be a positive going forward. I agree with you. Uh, the next one from H.T. Svern, Hunter Svern. Hunter, let me know how to pronounce her last name. I'm shit at this. Uh, he asked, did Casey allow too many students? I don't think so. I, I saw that they were catching some flack in the national sports media because they weren't uh, socially distanced. Uh, they, were, they cut off every other row. There were a handful of students. Um, for better or worse, if, if, if they weren't already on campus – I would maybe say, yes, they botched that. But these folks are going to in-person classes. They're still going to Aggieville. They're going to parties around each other. Um, so should that be an excuse of how they set up the student section? I don't know, but I, I, I don't have an issue with it. But uh, I don't either. I don't either. I mean, no. <laughs> yeah. Until we see, like, some massive spike from that we can trace back to the, all, to the students that were at that game. No, I don't think so. Yeah, and I think Riley County is starting to see a decrease. So, um, 
I don't think they're at herd immunity by any point, but I think the initial big spike has already come and gone. So hopefully things continue to improve on that front. Derek Litke, uh, again, these are still some post games. One, he said, climbing is still the man, right? Again, I think everyone has started to relax just a little bit. Um, but you saw some of this sentiment. Do you, you, you're not having any doubts about climbing being the man moving forward? Hell no. Absolutely not. I'm very comfortable with uh, climbing being the leader of this program. Um, it happens. I mean, it happens. You also, lose games sometimes, especially in, under the circumstances that we're facing. So we always knew this would be a down year, did we not? No, I, I agree with you. And uh, I, I will say his most recent uh, press conference, you could see, A, how much of an emotional toll basically probably the last six months of, has taken on the man. Uh, he almost kind of had that president's look. Hopefully they're on the back end of it. But hearing the way he talked about how emotional the team was and how they were handling it and talking with the leadership council, I, I feel like he's a man who can steer us past that game and pass all this adversity. And also he made sure to let everyone know that this isn't a stepping stone. He, he wants to be still doing what he thinks is right, not taking shortcuts even for this year. So I feel real good. Um, D underscore mere five. Will there, will there be any changes as to who plays on the offensive line against OU? If so, who would you rotate out and who would you replace them with? Um, I think the hope is that Christian Duffy will be available for the OU game, and the hope is Noah Johnson can get back to starting at center. Um, if that happens, I think you might see Cooper Beebe slide inside or have him be the uh, swing man. Um, but outside of that, I, I think that's the best-case scenario. What about you? Do you think uh, you'd change the rotation outside of I mean, just those two moves? No, I mean, that's pretty much – I pretty much agree with that. And the personnel that we had on the field, for the most part, was is probably going to be the personnel that we're going to have going forward mostly. So I don't expect to see a whole ton of changes outside of what you mentioned. Yep. Eddie underscore EG3 asks, after seeing him for only one series, it wasn't one series, it was two plays, will we see more Will Howard moving forward? So I've actually evolved this. Um, I actually think we probably will see him for a handful of plays almost every game moving forward. Um, I don't have any inside information on this, but, uh, you know, Derek Young said on uh, the game with John Kurtz yesterday that he also doesn't hasn't heard anything, but he's starting to get a gut feeling that maybe you will see Will Howard for a handful of plays each game. Um, that'll make any play Skyler doesn't execute perfectly just a shitstorm on Twitter and social media. But, you know, if that's the way it goes, I trust the staff. I, I, I trust them. If they want to see more plays, then, yeah, let's see it. I agree. I mean, I, I, I don't really have any gut feeling at this point in time, but um, – What's it going to hurt? I mean, it's going to be good experience. So, if that's what yeah. happens, that's what happens. Yeah, if the coaches want to do it, I support it. Uh, Nick uh, Nickel, or N-I-C-K-L-1134. Do we need to switch things up and get a new OC? Again, that was the final post-game one. Uh, I actually – I thought Messingham played or called a good game. Uh, you had some of those big plays that just didn't happen. I I really don't have much of a complaint. I think maybe you stuck with Harry Trotter too much. Maybe you tried inside zone and power a little bit too much. But I, honestly, I think the game he called was fine. 
yeah, this is like a similar complaint feeling that we um, was a talking point last year often is that, um, you know, he, he calls good games. We're just not executing. I mean, when he draws up a perfect play to a wide open wide receiver, that should be six, they drop the ball or the pass is missed. It's, it's not necessarily that he's not calling great games and he's had some games where he didn't call a great game. Um, I'm not saying that he's perfect, but oftentimes we just aren't executing. So um, I think it's too early to be saying that. All right, now we're beyond those. We got some fun questions. I grabbed this one from California Cats, SF Wildcats 1. He tweeted this back in August. Given that football season coincides with pumpkin season, should Gene make sure that there's a, always a pumpkin beer available at the stadium when beer sales begin? I think he should, but I don't think there is. I think I think they've gone pretty generic, but I there should be a pumpkin beer. I would love that. That would be amazing. If you could get a pumpkin beer in the stadium, that would be great. Um, first, we have to get over the hump and sell beer in the stadium. They officially. are this year. They are this year. I know. Year. I mean, I mean after okay. yeah. going forward, because I mean, I'm not going to be in the stadium this year, so it doesn't matter to me. But um, yeah, I don't think that that's ever going to happen. <laughs> They, they're going to go very generic, probably. But. Yeah, I, I think they have a couple IPAs, and they have, like, Kona, and then they have your domestics and seltzers. We got we to gotta get Gene. I wonder if Gene's ever even had a pumpkin beer. Okay, well, what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to mail him some pumpkin beers. We're going to have uh, to indoctrinate him. Yeah, into, we need to make Gene a pumpkin boy. Into being a believer. Bring him an ice-cold uh, Schlafly, maybe. That's like a pretty straightforward i agree with you i i think we're not going to do the blitz this year but come august next year we're going to get all the boneheads just to tweet gene insensibly just we need a pumpkin beer pumpkin beer pumpkin beer at least make him acknowledge it maybe that's that could be a doghouse going forward oh yes but but we're gonna wait until next summer all right cole <clears throat> uh the cole hager asks, what's your favorite drinking game I don't really have one. Um, in fact, please tell me some drinking games because every time I'm with people, it's like I don't. We don't know what the fuck to do. It's like, should we play a game? Oh, I don't know any games. One that I do like a lot is beer die. I mean, that's a good one with four guys. It's real casual, but uh, that's a good one. I yeah. Guess. So I I don't play drinking games anymore. But back in my college days, uh, this was with the group of guys I lived with my senior year. We played. They called it Breck Ball because. They would always play it when they're in Breckenridge. And I think there's a there's some sort of some sort of name for it. But you throw a ping pong ball. If it hits someone's beer, your that's team starts one. drinking, and then they have to get it back to the middle. So that's one of them. And then they also played flunky ball, which is something very similar, but it's a yard game where you have like a pin oh, yeah. uh, set up and you throw the ball. You knock it down. The other team has to run reset the pin and bring the ball back to their side and you're chugging we played that like on snow days and on fake patties day that was like the most fun so shout out to the 1848 todd guys um i'm not sure if any of them listen i think uh most of them actually did not like me very much um <laughs> but, but i enjoyed living with them my senior year and those games are a lot of fun so th those are also like uh beersby i know it's called that um Oh yeah, that, that's a, something else. That's a classic. That's, I mean, beer pong. It's a classic. Yeah, um, I could do without beer pong though, personally. 
Yeah. Flip Cup is fun. I like a good Flip Cup game. Uh, I hate Flip Cup. I'm terrible. Oh, I, I like Flip Cup. Um, what's the game with all the different uh, – you have the can of beer in the middle and you stick the cards under it and it's like – It's just um, Circle of Death or something. Circle of Death, that's, yeah. That's literally the last game that I played. We, we played that when we definitely were not of age uh, on Yuma quite a bit, so – uh, yeah, those are some of ours. Tweet us your favorite drinking games. Uh, Grant Leonard 21, rank your three, top three pumpkin and or fall beers. Hmm. That's a good question. Um, I mean, for me, probably Schlafly's number one. Um, it's super consistent, pretty straightforward, easy to find. Um, number two... This is tough. I, I'm not super familiar. I like the Elysian. I, I like O'Fallon's pumpkin ale. That's a good one. And then I'll, I'll toss in at number three, the spicy voodoo. Yeah. So for, if we're, yeah, we're going to, for me, I'm going to go, um, Schlafly has to be one. And, and again, I, I'm on untapped, so I don't, I'm sure I've ranked other ones higher. But that's just real good. Number two, I'm going to go with pumpkin, pumpkin. I had it last night. It's an Imperial, uh, like 8.2 pumpkin beer, but it is super good. Um, and then number three, I'll go Voodoo. Uh, shout out to Funky Pumpkin. I wish Boulevard brain back. Also, Boulevard has really good Oktoberfest. I like their Bob's 47 quite a bit. That's a good one. All right, uh, Derek Litke's back in it. You could choose two former Chiefs. Uh, could be uh, post ominous or post. They could Posthumous. be dead. Posthumous. There we go. They could be dead as well to give a Super Bowl ring to. Who would you choose? I choose uh, Derek Thomas and Alex Smith. That's a, that's two great, absolutely great choices. Um, I mean, Alex Smith brought us back from the freaking brink. I, I'm gonna go with that. That's great. I can't top that. Yeah. Um, all right, Derek Litke asks, oh, you know, Texas decided to leave the Big 12. Where did the other eight teams end up? So this stems from, like, a Oklahoma blowhard on Sports Talk Radio saying that those two should go independent. So for the, for the sake of this uh, question, um, let's say they go independent. I think – I think – and I know we don't like – like, this would suck. I'm not, I'm not going anywhere around it, but the Big 12 were to – evaporate and OU and Texas were truly going to be independent. I think KU ends up in the big 10. Um, and I think that K state, Texas tech, Oklahoma state, and Iowa state end up in a pack 16. Um, yeah. Situation. I wouldn't be great. Um, Baylor TCU end up in the American and West Virginia ends up in uh, conference USA. I think that's pretty reasonable, pretty logical. Um, except you're missing very one important detail is that K-State is gargantuan and we would have uh, basically the pick of the litter of conferences. So it's it's wherever we would want to go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think OU and Texas are going anywhere. And honestly, <clears throat> I think it would be more likely OU would end up in the Big Ten or even the SEC versus independent. I think Texas could go independent in football and figure it out. But, uh, yeah, 
Uh, Derek Lickey also asked, K-State is one of only about three or four Division One athletic programs to have never won a national championship in any sport. Do we ever win one? If so, which sport and when? First off, like when KU fans or fans try to bring this shit up, I just roll my eyes because here's the thing. If you're not, if you're not winning one in football and basketball or men's basketball, it doesn't mean shit to me. And honestly, unless it was baseball, volleyball, women's basketball, or women's soccer, it wouldn't even register. So if we were to ever win one in track and field or cross country or tennis or golf or any of that, I'd be like, oh, cool. But I wouldn't give a shit. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I mean, the only thing that really does register is football and basketball. So um, I don't know if we'll ever win one. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, do we ever win one? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, and if we're going to do it, the sport, uh, basketball. Basketball is far more likely, yeah. in my opinion. Yep. All right. Uh, snail underscore Johnson. He, he switched up his uh, at. Shout out. Um, how does our secondary respond to moving forward after Saturday, especially with OU up next? High hopes for this group this year. So uh, don't be stingy and tell me something good. Um, all right. So – Honestly, I don't think they're going to be better because if McPherson, they're hoping, is going to be back um, for Saturday. But, I mean, he's dealing with injuries. I don't think Wayne Jones is going to be back for Saturday. So, your safeties are going to be crap. Um, I think the corners will improve. Um, I think, you know, Will Jones at Nickelback, he was okay. But, I, I mean, I, I'm worried about Saturday. I think after Saturday – when you might be getting uh, Wayne Jones back and you might be getting healthy, I think the secondary might improve. But I think Saturday is going to be ugly, and I'm just mentally preparing myself for that. Yeah, um, it's going to be bad. I mean, going forward, I don't know. It seems like we have a lot of experience on the field, so we might just be going with some growing pains and there's glaring holes at safety. So. It could be bad. It could be really bad. Um, but, yeah, I would like to see the unit tighten the screws up a little bit. Um, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. Yep, definitely. Uh, the next one from Snail Johnson, as I just had to decline a call from Osage, Kansas. Don't know who that yeah. was. How horned up are you two over the new Ole Miss Ice Blues 1 to 10 scale? He says solid nine. I love when Ole Miss brings out the powder blue – uniforms matching it back with the uh, helmet those dropped just yesterday um i love those those are those are awesome um so i i would say an 8.5 yeah i almost tagged you yesterday in that uh, post um i like them they're up there uh, solid eight nine very sexy north texas dropped some uh pretty good some some heat too bad they suck at football now so well i missed him i'll have to check that out yep <laughs> Steve oh, did Schmidt? you see George's? Oh, yes, with the dog the collar. Black, the <laughs> black dog collar is amazing. Very that was good. Absolutely beautiful. Very good. Uh, C. Schmidling asked, Grant has shown his hate for Whataburger on this app. What or If Whataburger is so bad, what's the best, best fast food burger? I don't think you say it's bad. I think you say it's soft. Right? It's overrated. It's completely overrated. It's That's what I don't understand. It literally tastes like Sonic to me. Um, I mean, it's got – it's it's probably a little bit better than Sonic, but of the three times that I've had it, it's been bang average. I don't get the hype. I don't hate it, and if we got it in Kansas City, I would probably eat there. I think it's in Lee Summit. It's going to Lee Summit. 
but I, it's completely overrated. I, the hype is is out of control. I think Five Guys is the best. I wouldn't necessarily call that fast food. Yeah, if they don't have a drag fast food. casual. Um, if you're you saying, know, uh, let's see, who has the best fast food burger? For me, it's Freddy's. If we're counting that, Freddy's has a drive-through. Love those, Freddy's. Freddy's is is good. This that type that style, like the steak burger. If you can go to a place and get a nice steak burger, those are good. I mean, yeah, steak and shake is pretty solid. Freddy's is that's a good shout. Um, uh, that's, that's that's solid. I mean, shit, Hardee's is honestly good. Hardee's I never is go good. there. Hardee's has by far the best breakfast. Quietly, it's so damn good. It's right. Mm, I think. So I think. Good. I honestly think. I think Taco Bell has the best fast food breakfast. Ooh, love, uh, ta- love Taco I, Bell. I guess. It's it's solid. It's solid. I used to go there after night shifts, but Taco Bell, I just ugh, I hate going there. I, wanna, I mean it's, I feel it's so it's, ashamed every time I leave that place. Yeah, no. Uh know what's going to, you know, re- reverse that shame is a freshly shaved bush. Go to manscaped.com, use promo code armchair for 20% off. They have the lawnmower 3.0 with the ceramic safe blade, the no nick, nag, snug, nut, any of that guarantee. 90-minute battery, it's waterproof, and has an LED light. Also, the greatest boxer briefs in the world were on Zoom. Otherwise, I'd show you I'm wearing mine today. They also have a lot of great lotions, balms, sprays. I bought their body wash again. I have it on a subscription because I love it so much. So check them out today. Promo code armchair. Ryan M. Floyd asks, after the Shane Southwell interview, I've been thinking basketball. Which newcomer to the men's basketball team are you most looking forward to seeing this season? Um, God, good question. Probably Selton Miguel. I mean, he's. I think he's going to translate – quicker than everybody else um he's just got the body type and sounds like he's got the mentality to just slot right into the to college ball um but I also am very intrigued by Nigel Pack yeah I think those are the two uh good answers Casey Isiagu uh the big easy as uh, coach Lowry calls him I'd be interested to see what he could do but I think Salt Miguel or Nigel Pack are my uh go-to's yeah that's fair so, A.S. Uh, Poge, Alex, you're going to have to, again, let me know how to say your last name. If you could guarantee K-State goes 15-0 next year, and that's a non, assuming a non-COVID uh, season. So, that's a national championship. Big 12, the national championship. Would you lock in losing to Iowa State for the next 25 years? If not, how many years? I would lock it in for the rest of my life. I, I would too. I mean, for come a on. Football national championship, whatever. I could deal with losing to Iowa State every single year for us. Yeah. Of my life. Easy. Easy. Uh, yeah, that's an easy trend. It would oh, suck, but like, it would suck. On. But Nat, Natty, oh yeah. M.M. Uh, M. Harris 04, would you rather, one, be forced to go to every KU football game? over the next 10 years or B, be uh, forced to live in Ames, Iowa for the next 10 years? Great question, but I'm going to the KU football home games because I don't want to live in Ames. I, I actually, like, Iowa isn't bad. If you would have told me, like, Iowa City or Des Moines, I would take that. But yeah. Ames, fuck no. Ames is yeah, gross. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, what do I want to have a – 
massive life change for a decade or do I want to be mildly inconvenienced every other Saturday? Come on. I mean, it's pretty obvious and it's a nice day out Memorial stadium. You can stretch your legs out, um, drink beer in the stadium, watch, watch KU get absolutely just beaten down every other, every other week. It'd be great. Plus my brother might be, yeah, your brother goes there. Yeah. I might be living in Lawrence soon. So who knows? Yeah, it's, it's good. Um, M.M. Harris 04, another good question. Which player that sat out last week will have the biggest impact versus OU? I'm going to go Joshua Youngblood. Yeah, that's the obvious answer. I, I can't think of anyone else, really. I mean, is Jacardi Wright going to be back? And yeah, is he going to get any carries? Who knows? I think it could be Wright could be another one. Um, Wyking Gill, uh, Christian Duffy could be Duffy. Yeah. Could be could Duffy, be but I'm going with Youngblood. All right. Purple Hazen, Purple D Hazen, a couple or a handful of food questions. What's your favorite sushi roll? I like a shrimp tempura. Yeah, I, I like those. When I when I go to sushi, I like to look at the specialty ones. Um, but if, if it's like a generic, I also really like a spicy salmon. Spicy so. salmon. I mean, a, a classic California roll done well is delicious. Um, but I feel like a shrimp tempura is usually like my, one of our go-to rolls. Nice. Uh, what's the best hot sauce? That's a good question. That's a good question. Um, I like tiger sauce. It's got a sweet heat to it. Um, I don't really like no any hot sauces really by like name. You know what I mean? I, I like a green Cholula hot sauce. That's good. That's good. Like a, a Verde. I like a yeah. Verde chili sauce. That's good stuff. What's the I'm, best? I like I like a sweet heat though, like an Asian-y heat. No, I, I, I like that. I don't like sweet. Oh my gosh, Norwalk, California. No decline. Uh, best hot dog brand. I've been going after like I've been doing Nathan's because I'm not doing Nathan's is good. They're always yeah. on sale. They're solid. Uh, so I like Nathan's. I don't really care. I mean, I don't know them. I guess well enough. Ballparks, I guess. Okay, the next next one, Purple D. Hazen, favorite kind of cheese? Hmm, good question. Um, I like a good uh, Jack, Colby Jack cheese. Um, that's probably the one I eat the most. It's very, very versatile. Uh, I also like Gouda. What about you? Love a good Gouda, but extra sharp cheddar. Oh, and, I hate that. Oh, yeah. I hate then, sharp cheddar. Extra, not not just sharp. I want extra sharp cheddar and then uh, blue cheese as well. I'm a big blue oh, cheese guy. Dude, just two oh, abominable yeah. cheeses. Oh my god. Best donut in Kansas City, uh, Lamar's. But I don't Lamar's for me. Don't get donuts that often. Best type of nut for me, uh, pistachio. Oh yeah, baby, pistachios are phenomenal. I also do love a good salted shelled peanut. Those are so goddamn good. I could eat like a thousand peanuts like that. I'd go almonds as my number two. Uh, almonds are probably, yeah, probably the best for you. Yeah, I there you know. go. The Cole Hager asks, drums or flats? For me, flats. Flats all day. Uh, Cole Hager also asks, Deuce Vaughn, total career yards? 9,000. 9,000. That's wild. Is that all purpose or? Just rushing. Just rush. I think he ends he's up. All, he's leaving as a junior. 
I think he ends up like somewhere in the ballpark of like low three thousands, maybe two yeah. high two thousands. So I think he's gonna be yeah. I oh, I can't wait to watch him play again. Yeah, it, it's exciting. He's an exciting guy. Um, we're getting getting close towards the end again. I'm gonna give another shout out to uh, BetOnline.ag again. All these sports get over there today. They're the exclusive sponsor of the Armchair Media Network. Uh, here's this. How about if you place a winning bet on betonline.ag or a losing bet, show me the screen grab of the bet once it goes final, and I will send uh, someone a koozie. Only one person a koozie. So the first person to do it, I'll send you a koozie. Uh, KSU Railroader asks, what's your favorite piece of K-State apparel? It's a good question. I like the quarter zip cat script. Probably. That's good. I like that I, a lot. I actually, for me, it might be the uh, throwback uh, dark purple, almost navy uh, basketball shorts um, from the first uh, rendition of the two tones. I also um, love my uh, Tyvek windbreaker. Oh, yeah. Windbreaker that I would never, ever wear. I just bought it because I was like, oh, I have to buy that. Oh, I might have to like frame it or something. Mine might actually be the uh, sweatshirt, the non-licensed sweatshirt using that uh, old school Wildcat logo that yeah, we uh, that that we got uh, outside of the wall. All right, KSU Railroader also asked the men's bat. What's going to be the men's basketball record in 2022-23, assuming nobody transfers out and Bruce is still coaching? So it would be uh, not this year not next year but the following year so that'd be Dejuan Gordon's senior year Selton Miguel's junior year hmm that's a good question that's an exciting question if, if that I'm, group truly does stay together I'm saying 30 and breaking 30 three. Yeah. Break 30? 31 and 2 and we win a national title I can I can get on board with that all right all right last three questions uh, T C Cohen. So Todd asks, down six, two minutes left to go in the game. Who are you choosing for a comeback game-winning drive? Carson Conqueso. He calls him Carson Pick Six Con or Kaufman. I call him Carson Conqueso or Bazooka Joe Huber. Jesus no. Christ! I'm going with oh, Carson. Kaufman. Probably Carson Kaufman. Uh, oh my God, Bazooka Joe was maddening. I mean, it. It depends we, on who's we around. Took him. Out, we took out Joe Hubner and put in a fucking wide receiver, and he like immediately was a huge upgrade. So, if that doesn't answer that question, then I I don't know what. It's got to be Carson Kaufman. Yep. Final two, and these are going to be from Ben Hits or yeah, Ben Hitsy. Uh, so the first one is sports. The final one isn't. Uh, should football season get really ugly, will you take solace in the idea that the most important outcome from this season is experience and rep for the younger players in creating a foundation for the next four year, few years, or is that just some weak sauce excuse? I'm going to say this. I took solace that, you know, basketball had one of the worst years in the program history and there wasn't a tournament to miss out on. So, honestly, even though it is kind of weak sauce uh, and I'm against that um, – you know, if you're going to suck, this is the year to suck. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, um, I, I don't think it's weak sauce. I mean, you got to – I think it's kind of weak sauce, but I mean – got to always 
push some bullshit narrative, even if it's against, you know, what you believe in to protect your image, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you got a point. I, it, it, it would suck, but again, I, it, it is a weak sauce excuse. But again, if if you're having to choose a year to yeah. suck, this this is the year. And then the it could final, be worse. <clears throat> yeah, it could be worse. Uh, it could be last year. It could be next year. Or guess what? We always knew it was going to be kind of rough. If we all were honest with ourselves, at least it wasn't supposed to be our best team of all time, like Iowa State. Um. Yeah, so fuck them. All right, the final question, and this is a fun one to end on, non-sports related. If you could wave a wand and make one living celebrity the winner of the presidential election, who would it be and why? He's going with Tom Hanks. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, and uh, a good question. All right, don't, don't answer it because we'll come back and end on that one. D underscore Mir just tweeted after we started – what former K-State quarterback is Skyler's best comp? Also, where would you guys rank them all time? Um, we've done some – we've talked rankings uh, before. I think we'll come back to it after he's officially done. Um, but who is Skyler's best comp? I'd almost say Jesse Ertz. Never quite, never quite got a fair comp. Um, I don't know. Who is Skyler's best what? Historical comp for K-State quarterbacks? That's a good question. Probably Ertz, yeah. I think that's I mean, that's fair. Ertz got jerked uh, around, never – I mean, Skyler's getting these two years. It would have been nice for Jesse not to deal with some of the shit he had to deal with and be able to have two seasons like Skyler is. But, I mean mm-hmm. – I don't know. And rank him all time. I, I mean, again, I think he's a tier two type quarterback. I mean, he's, yeah. a, in my opinion, he's above the Carson Kaufman's, the, you know, those guys. I mean, I think as much as it pains me to say, he's definitely below the tier one guys and he's below Jake Waters um, as much as I hate to say that, but. Jake was good. He was um, good. I just, you know, he was good. Um, I don't know. Bottom of a tier two. I mean, where would I rank him? All time. It's not top five. Not top five. Fuck no. Uh, I mean, if you go, was better. Chad May was better. If you go Snyder era on, so forget about the old guys. Let's just rank him. Let's just rank him right now. Bishop. Bishop. Klein. Klein. Roberson. Beasley. Waters. Chad May. Chad May. Uh, fuck. I mean, at that point, I mean, he's better than Kavanaugh. Probably. Better than Straw. Definitely. <laughs> better uh, than Grant Gregory. Better than uh, Kaufman. Better than, better than Kaufman. Bazooka Joe. Josh Freeman's in front of him. If you're including. Freeman, it was. But he's better than Meyer. Better than average. Um, better than Webb. Better than better than Webb. Uh, let's see. Better than so, Dalton. So like seven or eight. Yeah, I mean he he's in. I'll say this: if Jesse Ertz was able to stay Jesse healthy, Ertz was, he was yeah. he was gonna be better. I think Jesse I Ertz put, gets hurt. I would still put him behind Jesse Ertz. I wouldn't, um, just because you know if you just look at the stats and win, I mean. Jesse Ertz could have been an all-timer 
Um, I believe that, yeah. I 100% believe that. So let's get back to it. Let's end with uh, Ben Hizzy. Uh, you, you get to wave, wave the wand. Any celebrity be the president. Who are you choosing? He's going with Tom Hanks. Hmm. It's hard. Probably um, – I'd probably say John Stewart. That guy's a fucking patriot. Um, he does nothing but fight for the people of this country. Um, I think that – I mean, yeah, people would probably roll their eyes at that because he hosted The Daily Show. But, I mean, the guy's a comedian first, but – I mean, that guy has done nothing but stand up for first responders, stand up for veterans, which is like something I roll my fucking eyes at. <laughs> but like he's he's a fighter for the people. He's that's that's who I would consider like one of the biggest patriots still alive in this country and he's a great speaker and he would fit he would slot right in. He'd probably want to kill himself though. I was going with something more fun. I was going to say Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd would be fun. If I could do a fun one, it would be... Shit. I don't know. Paul Rudd. That's a good one. Yeah. Keanu, oh. Keanu Reeves. John Wick <laughs> is president. I love it. All right, well, that's all we got, guys. Um, we're going to be coming to you midweek with the Oklahoma preview. Um, yeah, so I hope everyone has a great week. We'll be talking in a couple days. Uh, love you guys. Be nice to your fellow humans. Hi. Couldn't agree more. Meet me at the cathead. Yo. 
Network.